Hey, real quick, I'm doing something super exciting that's never been done before for the Secret Habit Men. I am launching group coaching, but this group is unique. It's gonna go through 15 weeks of my one-on-one curriculum, which has never been done because you've always had to be a one-on-one client to get my one-on-one curriculum and you pay the full price. So for the six men who join this group, there's actually only three spots left as I record this, you're gonna get everything I know. You're gonna get group accountability, group camaraderie, and you're going to get the expert guidance and the roadmap to success so you're equipped for lasting freedom from pornography. So go over to secrethabit.ca slash group and register to learn more. The link is in the show notes, and I'm excited and pumped to launch this on May 7th. So I'll see you there. We all know that angst when there are things we just don't know how to talk about. You know, the things we keep secrets about, like our sexuality, We're Sean and Helena Bonito, and we welcome you to the Secret Habit Podcast. We find it so hard to find couples willing to talk about sex and how to live out God's design for sexuality. This is why we are here, to be that couple for you. Relational challenges around sex can be so awkward to talk about. That is why this podcast is all about authenticity with a heavy dose of fun. We want you to experience hope that inspires change. The kind of chance that helps you laugh stronger, laugh harder, and sex better. Let's go! Hey, have you ever been in a situation where you make a decision that maybe you look back and say, why did I do that? Well, that's kind of what we want to talk about today. We're going to talk about longings and what you actually need that is healthy because that's one of the foundational building blocks to making good choices in our recovery and sex life and ultimately honoring God. So that's what we're talking about today, hun, is longings, desires, God-given needs being met. It's exciting, but it's not as easy as it sounds because we're sinful humans, right? Yes, I think, (laughs) you know, if you're a Christian, we've gotten this few times, you know, even a few clients I've talked to, it's like the first thing kind of jump into their heads is like, you know, well, we are, our desires are not right. Like we have sinful desires and like they should be tamed and, you know, we got to, slap ourselves for Mm. doing (laughs) like having desires or things like that and i i seen this like almost like very uh legalistic very religious spirit Mm. i see and that's happening when it comes to uh desires needs and longings and um and it's just really sad because a lot of people are hurting because of that kind of spirit and um yeah, and so I think it would be so great to shed a lot of light on that because I see that a lot. And on the other hand, I also see on the other hand, like people just think that, you know, they actually misuse, uh, you know, mis- cannot, not misuse, but they misinterpret what is a healthy desire versus unhealthy desire mm-hmm. and what is not, a, what is ungodly desire or maybe just that is actually from the culture influence kind of um, 
that's not God-given desire. So I think it would be so great to kind of shed a light on those specific two mm. kind of contrasts that I see. And mm. a lot of time I see Christians kind of uh, talking about it, and especially when it comes to sex. And, you know, mm. so let's, um, totally. let's talk about this. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so some of the things that I we have definitely gleaned from is this idea that everything was created by God. Like that is biblical. That is in the scriptures that everything was made by God and for God, and we so often condemn our emotions and even sometimes what we would call an alarm system going off inside of our body which is trying to tell us that we need something that is good and godly and we have a decision to make in those moments. Mm -hmm. So that's really key. And I really want to talk about like principles today of longings and needs and the desires that God has given us. So when we look at the, even just the basic emotions that we feel like anger and sadness and grief, those have a core goodness, like, that sounds crazy to a lot of people. Um, Jay Stringer and Unwanted kind of talks about this idea that we can lust for virtually anything. Lust is a longing for beauty and belonging. And when things don't, when we don't feel like we belong in something or something goes against what we thought would happen or want, it's easy for lust to actually become selfish and possessive. And we live in the sinful world, so that actually happens more times than not. So I'm just using that as kind of like building a building block with something that we've seen the church use lust as like that is the main problem of sexual addiction and pornography addiction and men's every battle kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But really like Jay and a lot of these other people that I glean from, it's actually anger is at the root of most of our problems. And like it says that God got angry. God's perfect. Mm -hmm. So there must be something we need to learn about these emotions that we often think are bad like anger actually is a is a longing for justice. Yes. And when we get entitled or we unforgive we're unforgiving, that leads to yeah, really ugly things like mm -hmm. rage and like we become vindictive and all these other things. Mm -hmm. So that's how quickly emotions can go from healthy to bad because mm -hmm. there's this idea of righteous anger. We saw it, we see Jesus with whips, like you know, getting people out of the courtyard. It's like if I was doing that, I would definitely not have righteous anger. It would be unrighteous anger. And that's the balance of like, wow, there's these emotions that God gave us. The very fact that we feel them must not be bad. So mm -hmm. what are they trying to tell us? So when we're feeling triggered by something that happened and it leads us to anger, what are we actually longing for in that mm -hmm. moment? When we're triggered by something and it leads us to feeling sad, what are we actually long for in that moment? Because that's going to lead us back to God and to to things that are obedience or are obedient to God's will for us, his purpose for us. Mm. And the sad thing is, is we often don't consult our longings or the Lord. We consult our sinful nature, our flesh. Mm -hmm. And our flesh wants ice cream and porn and sex and all these things that, and sex is good when it's done in a marriage in a healthy way, but often like when it becomes out of a place of hurt or coping in unhealthy ways, numbing it's never really done in a godly way so that's kind of the bigger scope of what we're trying to get at with this mm -hmm. conversation and topic is that if something is happening inside of our brain inside of our body inside of our heart inside of our soul 
there must be an inherent goodness that God created because it says in the Bible that everything was created by God and for God, through mm -hmm. God. And it's like, why would we feel these emotions unless there's a core goodness in them mm. for them to teach us something? Yeah, I think what what comes to my mind, like I'm, I'm, I was very skeptical when it comes to things like this, and I really had to dig, dig into it to understand it better. Um, to me, like when it comes to anger, um, what I see in the Bible is to get rid of anger and to, um, you know, actually not act out on our anger. That's really what it says. But it, uh, it never says, uh, you know, to not express our anger when it, like, not express our anger to the Lord, like to actually channel it in a way that we can, um, we can be healthy. So like we feel this emotion, we feel anger, we might feel anger for justice. And I feel like that's very healthy and that's very biblical. Like David, you can just feel his anger. Mm -hmm. And you know when you when you read the Psalms, like you can feel that David is angry, like mm. he is angry. But what does he do with that anger? Like just just look at the Psalms. What he what does he do with the anger? He is channeling mm. that, talking about the anger, basically the yeah. way he's expressing himself through the incredible like poetry. Basically, he's wow. expressing himself in poetry and expressing himself to the Lord with this anger, you know, the way he talks about the enemy, he even gets angry at God. Mm. Like there are, it's interesting, but like you can really feel David's emotions. And you know what, something you can also see is you can see the emotions that go from like really like angry almost like really mm. sometimes jealous almost and like angry at his enemies mm. and everything and one God to like, you know, basically <laughs> kill them all and, <laughs> you know, pour them fire on all everybody. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. And then on the other hand, he's like talking about God's goodness and, yeah. and really like is peaceful and calm and ha like there's just this really great contrast of David's emotions in the Psalms. Mm -hmm. And that's what, it, you know, David was a, uh, was a man after God's own heart. And so if David was like that, then that means his heart, like his heart, like we are talking about his heart. And that means that he was actually very transparent about his feelings. He was transparent with the Lord, hmm. first and foremost. He was transparent with the Lord about his feeling, what he was going through, how, you hmm. know, and really he's in, like transparent about his lust. Like yeah. it's crazy if we actually think about it. Um, hmm. And, um, yeah, like, I just think that when, when I think of emotions, when I think of, you know, who best actually describes that to me in the Bible as a, uh, like, kind of human talking or kind of, like, showing, I, I guess, an example of, like, what to do with our emotions when, when we are overrun by them, I go to the book of Psalms and yeah. it's, like, obvious mm. what david's doing there yeah and wow. all the emotions he's feeling so yeah we can really learn right from wow. there that you know so wow. <laughs> what a perfect example because we see david you know writing to god writing and getting his emotions out and in many ways getting his longings and needs met through yes. the presence of god the nourishment of god the, the bread of life everything mm -hmm. that we read in scripture 
But then we see David fall into adultery, mm-hmm. fall into sexual sin. And, you know, he didn't go into battle. It wasn't that he was longing to have sex in that moment. Um, he actually could have very well been feeling guilty that he didn't go into war, go into battle with the other men. He could have been, yeah, feeling all sorts of things. So what was he longing for? We can't say for sure, but the reality is, is he wasn't longing for sex. Most times what people are longing for is validation, acceptance, mm-hmm. connection, intimacy. They're longing for love. They're longing for relationship. They're longing for touch. They're longing for a friend. They're longing for rest, peace. These things that are godly. So godly. Yes. And that's why when we start learning about what am I actually longing for right now, it helps us realize that there is a beautiful option to get that longing met that honors God, serves our spouse, and really helps us live out what it means to be sexually integrous that leads to being you know sexually integrous and living out god's design for sexuality and Mm -hmm. you know waking up in the morning and being healthy being proud of ourselves saying like wow last night i i chose to go to bed early rather than buy a tub of ice cream you know it's like those are the things like i was longing for rest and i decided to give my body what it was longing for rather than what I would normally do, which is stay up an hour later and watch Netflix because I thought I what I wanted was pleasure and release, but what I actually needed was rest. Yes. And it's amazing when we start asking the question of what am I longing for? Because mm-hmm. culture doesn't even have any clue what that concept is because mm-hmm. the culture tells us to pleasure, 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 release, 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 cope, 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 numb, numb, numb. And the Bible is like fruits of the spirit. Like mm-hmm. those are the things you should be experiencing. And if you're not, probably means your longings are being hijacked, mm-hmm. unnoticed and unattended to. And when our longings go unmet, oh man, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It leads to futility and hopelessness, depression. It leads to deprivation, disassociation and all of these other things that then lead further into things like perversion, degradation. And ultimately that's when mm-hmm. we get into heavy addictions. Well, um, as you were talking, Han, I was really thinking about, like, I was really thinking about how it's so easy to just kind of, like, sometimes pray to give, like, to God give us what we need. And, like, so many times we pray a prayer that actually we should be asking for the Lord to show us what to do and to show us and to lead us, to give us, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, basically we don't take 100% responsibility for something that we should take responsibility mm. for. Wow. Basically, we're asking God to do something that we should take an action for. Like, you know, sometimes I'm like, have to, it, it's it's like God is not going to go from go down from heaven and, and you, know, hmm. uh, you know, make you not do something or, you know, hold your hands and, like, control you. He didn't make you a robot, right? So this is, should make us stop and think that uh, he made us with certain needs and biological needs mm-hmm. and uh, like um, and intimacy needs and um, what I'm thinking about is like you know food let's say like he's not gonna come down from heaven and you know 
stop making you stop eating the ice cream or like take away the ice cream <laughs> we were talking about the ice cream it's funny uh or like whatever he's not gonna take it take your laptop away you know right when you want to watch porn it's just not that's not how it works no. right it's like um it's so interesting because so many times we ask for things that actually we should we should have taken responsibility mm. for a long time ago and actually ask god to help us with these actions mm. Instead of like asking him to, uh, you know, for unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. That's basically what we were doing. So, and I think it's like a, a bit of a, like a spit in a face. Like God has done so much for us. He has sent Jesus. He sent his son for us. And, you know, there is so much in him. And, and we're just like, there, I just kind of sometimes think, you know, we, we really got to learn how to, yeah, how to ask, how to take responsibility mm. for our actions and also realize that there are like let's say you know going to sleep or you know making healthy choices when it comes to these things going to sleep when mm. we need to instead of watching tv or you know because this is all leads to pornography leads to even feeling worse about yourself if you're going through betrayal trauma like all these things and the numbing is just going to keep you in in that stuck right in that stuck mindset and mm. we just you know, sometimes ask God for a miracle when actually there are miracles that he's already done. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we just got to act on the, you know, the victorious Jesus mm. that he's already given us. Yeah. Wow. And that's kind of what I'm feeling like. Wow. Like we and I'm talking to myself as well. Like it's just so easy to forget that that like what Jesus has already done and what what our father in him has already done for us and that's kind of yeah when it comes to your needs like there's yeah that's this is this is really what goes through my mind and and another thing i was thinking about is like um that idea of people not uh you know not really understanding the idea of needs and like feeling it like Oh, we just are deprived men and women yeah. and sinful human beings. And yes, we are sinful, but um, there, I feel like that there is a loss of compassion yeah. in that. Yeah. A loss of compassion for the way that you know God has made us biologically as mm. well. Like there are certain components as to how we work, and it's healthy to to understand that because that's the creation. Mm. And um, yeah. And so really like what what comes to my mind is is this I've heard this one time and it's it's the understanding of pleasure that when we think of pleasure so many people mm. think of uh food or sex is the only pleasure like if you ask somebody hey like what do you think of pleasure like what does it mean and I can guarantee you 99% of people and my clients always said food or sex. That was the that was basically what they said. Yeah. When in that's fact, how we all numb. That's exactly how we all numb. It's food or sex, and so it's so interesting because you know the pleasure for the connection with the Lord, the pleasure to, um, you know, to go for a walk and to find pleasure in the take a the bath. breathing, to take a <laughs> bath, to uh, there are you know, and so I want to be like. Mm. 
and that's I would say like actually it's a state of delight and、mm. pleasure. I I think I heard that that somewhere that it like equals to a state of delight.、Yeah. And so you know we are meant to delight in the Lord. And so actually we got、yeah. meant to find pleasure in the Lord.、Mm. And so you know as much as we talk about the deprivation of human beings, we we cannot forget where it leads us when we just talk like this and、mm. when we actually forget. About the the deprivation when God is actually calling us to something else, like He is actually calling us to delight instead of focusing on deprivation. That's really good. Yeah, and I think that's a focus, right? When we get, it's like the idea of like annihilating desire, and like that's that's what、mm-hmm. that's what Buddhists do. God calls us to actually delight in Him.、Mm-hmm. Like He will give us the desires of our heart. Like that is a psalm that is quoted each and every day. Like we can't forget that、mm-hmm. that that is important. So when we're talking about like annihilating desires, annihilating longings, annihilating needs, like that's purity culture. That's what shames people. That's what draws people away from the church. The reality is, is yeah, God gave us longings and needs and desires. And Psalm thirty-seven says that if we delight in the Lord, He will give us the desires of our hearts, which I believe is a perfect example to say that we have. Beautiful desires,、mm-hmm. but they have to be aligned with the Lord. That's why that's the lo- and that's why the、yeah. longings are these beautiful things like validation、mm-hmm. and affirmation and connection and intimacy. Those can all go the wrong way,、mm-hmm. but just because something can go the wrong way doesn't mean it's not beautiful and godly. Like money is the perfect example. Jesus talked a ton about money because it can be a tool or it can be a weapon. If you're longing to be rich, it's very different than just maybe you long for security.、Mm-hmm. Maybe you're longing for comfort. But there's a famous quote from C.S. Lewis that says, "If you seek truth, you will find comfort. If you seek comfort, you won't have either."、Mm. So what does that even mean to long for comfort? That's the questions we need to be asking, and that's why this is more about principles than us telling you what to do. Because if you're longing for comfort, And your idea of comfort is sex or food, as Helena was saying. Then you're probably missing the bigger picture of what God wants to do.、Mm-hmm. But if comfort is sitting in a hot bath and praying and receiving truth from God, that is actually what comfort is to our、yes. soul. So this is why this is、yeah. so much bigger, and that's why we wanted to have this conversation because、oh. this is something that I talk about with my clients every single day. Every time there's a relapse. Or something that happens with their spouse, they get angry and yell, or this or that. It's like, okay, what triggered you? What were you longing for in that moment? That's like basically every single time. Those are the two questions I ask: What triggered you? What were you longing for?、Mm-hmm. And even the further question: What did that remind you of?、Mm-hmm. So that's really what we're getting at with this、mm-hmm. concept.、Um, one of the best questions Helena asks. She learned this from one of her coaches in the in the past. Is like. You want to you want to share about what Crystal taught you, hon? Yeah. When you're really like yeah, I, maybe going down the grabby grabberson route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I had one time like a coach for like food and just I wanted to have like freedom around food and just understanding food, and、um, it's just so great. Like she told me one time, yeah, like every time you kind of feel like you want to go to the fridge, it's actually not. The food that you're longing for, and so it just—I、uh, just needed to learn this simple concept of like, 
you know, when I want to go, like, get some food, and I, I have, like, you know, if I already know that I ate and I, I am full and I am going to the fridge, it's like, God, what do I really need right now? It's as simple as that. Like, God, what do I really need right now? Because obviously I just ate. I am not hungry. Um, you know, and... Or, or like even like I find myself, you know, would let's say go in the somewhere like I would just look for things in a, you know, we just get like in the cupboards and like just like once we eat something, we just want to eat everything. It's not about nourishment anymore. No, it's, it's about that, flavor. That's exactly. It's, it's about flavor. And you know what? We all go through something like this. And it's like it, it's like that with uh, it's like with porn. It's like that with. Just whatever, right? Like whatever we find in my phone. Like God, what do I really need right now? Yeah. Like it's everything around this because obviously when I finish, eat like when I go there and I'm already full and I don't need to eat anymore. It's like I afterwards, you know what? I will feel not good. I'm not gonna feel good, and that's the same thing with phone. If I go on the phone and it's like. 10 p.m. at night and I'm just exhausted from Violet because I was putting her down for night uh, for a long time and she keeps waking up because she's teething and now I am like wow I yeah I just want to numb and I go to my phone and you know before like just when I pick go but to my not, phone but it's I'm not like, the fact that you want to numb it's the fact that you're like Maybe uh, I can be cheered up by something I That's see, exactly. or you know, maybe I can like see someone else who's a better mom than me, and make, or a worse mom than me, and I feel better about myself. Like really, like that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's like it's it, not. You're not thinking I'm numbing. You're thinking no, about no, something no. else. Not, no, no, no. I wouldn't thinking about this, and that's something we're gonna go into. Like we're gonna be talking about thought model and how yeah. to like exactly apply this. Totally. But basically, it's like you know, I would say like, God, what do I really need right now? I grab my phone, and it's like. God, what do I really need right now? Because obviously this is not going to give me that. And so it's just a simple concept like that, just when it comes to those things. And and something I also learned is that when it's a need, there's actually a godly need that Mm. is at the end, I can guarantee you when it's it's the right need, like 99% of the time, the need is actually gonna feel fulfilling and mm-hmm. like I mean in depth fulfilling yeah. like kind of body mind and spirit that's great wow. but when it's the need that is just kind of like influenced by the culture and it's unhealthy um, 99% of the time you're gonna find that you're gonna find yourself worse hmm. than you find yourself before hmm. so that's kind of just the principle with the yeah. needs and like the yeah. when i was talking about the contrast at the beginning yeah it's powerful hon and it's that that's an amazing example because every one of my clients is in that same spot where something happened in their day they get home probably feeling worthless probably feeling less than mm. feeling like they are longing for connection and what do they do they grab their phone and they don't say what do I actually need right now they say I deserve this mm-hmm. right so that's a live example that 99% of people who have addictions go through and that's so powerful so I'm just yeah thinking about how that is so applicable for anybody listening to this it's like wow that's not just about food or 
you putting your no. daughter down for sleep and grabbing your phone. It's like, interesting thing I was thinking about while you're saying that, Helena, is your longing is probably rest. And if your baby isn't sleeping, you actually can't get that longing met in that moment. The reality is there's probably a few other longings as well. Mm-hmm. And it's really about growing an awareness of what else could be there. Mm. So maybe you're longing for affirmation mm. that you're a good mom. Thank you, coach. That you're doing a great job. And it's like, that's the challenge is when something doesn't get met, are we able to see that maybe something else could get met? Because mm. we're, we're a microwave culture, right? We want things quickly. We want things done right now. And like, I'm speaking to myself right now. No, you're great, huh? I really appreciate you just, you really spoke to my heart right now mm. because you see me, huh? And like, this is the thing, like learning about this and, you know, growing in this, it's, it's always going to be part of our lives. And like, this is kind of what I shared with Violet, right? Like that's kind of, it's, yeah, it's real and it's happening right now, right? Like it's so easy to go to my phone when when I don't need to like that's actually not the need I mm. and longing I have yeah. and it ends up being very unsatisfying actually yeah. at the end so yeah these are all real examples those ones are real examples so we are in it with you definitely yeah we're we're you know we're talking about this topic because it plays into our heart and mm-hmm. our situation in life with you know having a having a baby it's like what am I longing for right now? Rest. What am I doing right now? Drinking a third cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. shoot, I don't actually even enjoy it as much as the first cup today, but I feel like I need it. And it's just not true. I mm-hmm. actually need rest. Yeah, well, sometimes sure. we don't have that totally. privilege to but, have but the again, rest. But again, what's what's another longing that could get met? Yes, Right, And totally. that's that's why this is so powerful yeah because then it goes into other areas of our lives because the rest that i'm longing for could be just maybe i need to take valid for a nice walk and that's usually what helps right so it's like you're longing for fresh air for god's nature yes exactly for connecting with the creator um so that's wonderful i just want to wrap up with something that i've been really impacted by um i learned it from my good friend drew who i've name dropped on here many times as we were prepping and talking about this um episode helena was saying that she actually heard this from uh, another counselor at, at one point as well but it's just this really neat idea of redirecting your longings or desires if you want to call it that And there's four ways that you can do that. So when you're longing for something, there's four ways you can get those longings met in healthy ways. Again, there's always a silver lining where they can go the other way, but we're encouraging you guys to make the right choices and learn from the ones when you don't. First one is getting your longings met through God. I'm not going to go into details of how that can be done. I think you guys are all smart people. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I believe if you ask him, he will speak to your soul. So the first one is getting your longings met through God. Second one is getting your longings met through others. And that could be a whole array of opportunities or options. One of the most profound things that my clients are often impacted by is this. Hey, If you're seeking or longing for affirmation, 
why don't you just tell your friend that you're having a hard day and you need to be loved on? Why is that so weird? Like that should be normal. That should be part of friendship. So that is this idea of number two, getting our longings met through others. Number three, it's actually getting our longings met through ourselves. What can we give to ourselves? Go for a hot bath, have a shower, go for a walk, go for a run, go to bed early, sleep in a little bit and give your body some rest. How can we give us ourselves what we're longing for? Maybe, maybe it's something that you've been putting off for a long time. You need to, you know, for me, I needed to buy a new pair of running shorts and I put it off forever. And I was just like, not to say that there's a deep longing in that, but it's like, the deprivation I was putting myself through was crazy and I got those running shorts and I wear them like every day now and it just, it, I feel good in them and I was able to, you know, not just a need of shorts, but like I just a need to feel good in my own skin. It's really powerful. And the fourth one, which is actually really special and can be really dangerous at the same time is actually giving our longings away to others. And I believe the fine line here is that we can easily burn out when we grew up in a system that didn't offer safety or affirmation or love. We can often grow up wanting to give that to other people because we feel good in doing that, but then we actually aren't getting it ourselves. So this one's really important to be careful about, but the Bible does say it's better to give than it is to receive. So if you're in a place where you're not giving out what you long for, give that a try. It can be really fulfilling, really life-giving. So those are the four ways that you can redirect your longings or get your longings met in ways that are helpful and healthy and godly. Helena gave you a great practical step of that question of what am I, what do I actually need right now? And there's just some great principles that we talked about today that have helped us that are basically a huge chunk of what we talked to clients about and have really blessed a lot of people. Mm. And I think this is what God really in, put into the depths of our souls is these deep longings that draw us closer to him and his creation. Yes, I I have one last thing. That Do it. Just... Go for it. Yeah, Helena, <laughs> wrap just it up. Just came to my mind and it's like, I want to encourage you after this podcast, okay, go ahead and either find a, like a physical basket or find... Um, maybe put it on your phone or a piece of paper and go ahead and just like in the pleasure basket, in the basket, in the, f- the physical basket or whatever you have, put in the things that actually bring you like pleasure. Like what I mean by that is not the food. It's not that no. it's, it's what I mean by that is the uh, reading a book or so you have your favorite book in the basket. Maybe you put um maybe you want to put the f- favorite book in there maybe you want to f- put um as on a piece bubble of bath. paper yeah bubble bath maybe you put want to put it on a piece of paper your favorite um place you like to go for a walk yeah. um or different favorite ideas movies, favorite movies favorite yeah. comedy yeah so like different things that you like or like your nail polish and masks so, or whatever you you kind of find that would bring you uh pleasure or even it's like a pen and paper yeah. and, and that word pleasure probably to most people is confusing so you could say fulfilling what is fulfilling yes yeah 
But the so, word pleasure is great because yeah, we want to renew. A we want to we want to renew what that word means. Because yes. pleasure is a delight. So, so what is what brings you delight? Yeah, and so we are good. meant to delight in the Lord, uh, and along with our some of our physical needs as well. So, um, yeah. So like your yeah, if you have like a journaling Bible, put a journaling Bible in there. Like all sorts of things is actually like um, yeah, bring you delight that you can delight in with the Lord. Yeah. And so it's just. An idea for you to 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 have so when this comes okay because the thing is is our brain goes into a fog it's it's like a brain fog when we are in the midst of like making decision and your brain wants to make a decision fast so let's say wants to make make the decision to watch porn because it's the fastest thought that it has or go for food or whatever that is because it's something that has gotten used to so well that it just wants to go there naturally. But if you have an actual basket with other choices, you for the brain, it's much easier to like actually see the choices. So like if you have your Bible right there, or if you have like all the things that you actually enjoy instead of what actually the, the brain offers you, you know, really, it's just an offer. Mm-hmm. Your brain is just offering you to mm-hmm. watch porn or offering you to go get that. You don't have to do that like it doesn't have a control over you Mm. that's like we have the holy spirit and that's the greatest power tool so Mm. i just want to encourage you to do this it's like a great little tool and go ahead after this just spend some time on yeah, yeah what brings you delight yeah and it doesn't mean that it can't be sex or food yes like we do a pleasure treat once sometimes twice a week but it's usually planned to the best that we can and we enjoy that because we planned it we anticipate mm-hmm. it we look forward to it and that's something that we don't want you to feel like it can't be sex or food mm-hmm. but make sure that it is what you're longing for like would that actually satisfy would that actually fulfill or is it just a way to cope to yes. numb so yeah, hopefully this has been helpful. This is stuff that's really foundational. It's very simple. It's not easy because of what Helena just said. And we are speaking to ourselves. We're going through a challenging season, and that's why this topic is on our hearts. And as you can tell, sometimes our episodes bounce around from topic to topic because we just ask the Holy Spirit, what are we dealing with or what have we heard recently? And we just say, let's hop on the mic and talk about that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you've been blessed by it. We want to end as we always end with our mantra for the Secret Habit Podcast. We want our failures to be your success. So God bless. God bless and lots of love. Hey, if you found value from this episode, it would be amazing if you would consider leaving a five-star review. That way you are contributing to this podcast being able to be seen by more people and extend their reach so others can see and hear the value that you just got. And hey, hit subscribe. That way you will get episodes right to your inbox, right to your library as soon as they come out. So thank you so much for tuning in. God bless.